Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. Victor, we are actually a foursome, and we are all sitting on the couch. Why you guys say it like that? But yes, it's for the first time. We finally have all the hosts here. All the hosts. <laughs> it's only been, what, a few episodes? In only deep. been five episodes deep, you know, but since it's Black History Month, we all decided to get together. All time. All, all well, time I mean, for what? I think the podcast is start, supposed to start at four. But. Hey, yeah, define all time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Yeah. All time. We all CP time is what it is. That's all like, time for me, bro. <laughs> and the all food's still running late, too. That's the big thing, too. Jeff's saying eight o'clock, nine. 15 right now. We on time. <laughs> no, but we got Curtis here. We got Victor. We got Kevin Atkins. And we got Kevin Figures, a.k.a. Figs. Mm-hmm. And also a bonus, we have a our first ever in-studio, in-apartment guest, uh, Aaron Daniel. What do you want to be called? Like, what do we got? You just go A-Deuce. 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 Loose like the juice. But no, it's great to have all of us here together. This is going to be a great show. To start off, I am not wearing a hat. Thank God. Only host of the show not wearing a hat because everyone voted on our uh, Instagram and Twitter poll, and y'all said I don't look good in a hat. That kind of hurt. It was terrible, though. It was terrible, bro. That, that it was hurt not me. the best look for Imagine you. Imagine Sideshow Bob trying to put a hat on. <laughs> it's just not going to work. I man. wish my hair was as luxurious as Sideshow Bob. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could say shag. that. Yeah, yo, your hair looked like it was in pain. Like it's saying, look <laughs> yes. Yes. That, was, that was the problem. <laughs> it was it's more like, like Lionel Richie today yeah. trying to put on a hat. Like not <laughs> Commodore's like Lionel that. Richie, but today's <laughs> Lionel Richie trying to put on a hat. So basically, so, not black no more. Ooh, that's next week's topic. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's next month's topic. You know, Lionel Richie wasn't black after he left the Commodores. Oh, that's yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah. That's very true. That uh, actually will be next month's topic after we're done with Black History Month. Uh, but we want to get into some sports with you guys. The Lakers are currently taking on the Nuggets. That's partially why we got this late start. Wanted to at least get some type of excuse my language <laughs> Nuggets in for this game. Uh, LeBron James, <laughs> excuse uh, your language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Wait, know, what? Y'all excuse that why pun. We talk so much shit to him. Yeah, excuse that point. Excuse <laughs> that, that point. Really shit, y'all. Uh, <laughs> the LeBron James. Pass what? Wilt, third all-time in field goals made. The Lakers are currently up on the Nuggets. We'll have to see how this one plays out through the podcast. But Lakers, Nuggets, this could be a potential Western Conference Finals. I think a lot of us you know, thought uh, after last year the Nuggets were going to be probably a lot better than they are now. Jokic off of those 47 points, he's averaging a triple-double, I believe, this season. He is not uh, quite. Not quite. Not quite not very not close, quite. but very I mean, close he's to, like 8.7 assists. He's right playing now. as yeah. well as he could. You right, know? so Figs, so, like yeah. the Nuggets, Lakers, is this a potential Western Conference Finals? Are, are we finally going to get what every NBA fan, or at least West Coast fans, wants to see, which is Battle for LA, Clippers, Lakers? We uh, should. I'm like, we're trending towards that direction. The Clippers are, have the best record in the West right now. Uh, along with Utah, they might be tied to top the standings. Utah got them by a game, I think. Yeah, so maybe a game or a half game at this point. But if you're asking me right now who's going to be tops right now in the Western Conference, it's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals again. The Clippers choked away in the best way imaginable. Up 3-1, up double digits in every single game after that and blew it all. They'll do it again. That's going to be hard to do again, Vic. <laughs> they're they're going to do it again. That's hard they're to do it. again. And so, hey, if playoff P is there, okay. it might happen. Yeah, it was playoff well. P going well, playoff piece. Well, it's not the playoffs yet, but he's playing well right now. So. The cold part about Paul George right now is like, as great as he's playing, nobody cares. It doesn't <laughs> no even matter. Right, right. It does, it but that's his fault, though. That's it, it his is. fault. That's, it is. He, keep your mouth closed. Play. Who, like, you know, I think the best part about it is like, there's so that. much fuel to the fire. Like Jared Dudley mm-hmm. uh, comes out with this ebook. He talks about that motivated us to like beat him. Which, by the way, is why do you need motivation when Jared Dudley does right now? I can be fat <laughs> You're and not run wrong. slow up and down the court. That's the three. I can do that right now. Like, That's the thing. So what's I'm doing it right I now. Totally, like if he's like M. L. Carr, who was with the Celtics back in the day, but never played, but just talked a bunch of crap on the bench. Oh, That's who Jerry Dudley is. Type of, you just want to punch him in the face. Exactly, because all he did was never played, but Dudley's never got in the game. Can. I can do that. Yeah, basically. Like, but no, I think it's great of your point because it's like. Paul George, oh, I took exception to what Jared Dudley said, and that's going to motivate me, and, and people were talking about me, and we saw the uh, altercation spat he got in with Devin Booker earlier right, this year. Paul oh, George is too like, good of a player to care what Jared That's Dudley the problem. Says. That's yeah, also, but, but, but I was rent free in your head, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, like, Dudley, Dudley, that's the bro. player they got to you, not LeBron winning a championship or, the, or AD. <laughs> or how about you or just Jamal, playing like Jamal trash. Murray how giving you 50? Caruso that can give you motivation? You hitting the backboard in a game seven, like in the game that mattered the most. You're still that dude, but it's like Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, 
Jamal Murray. Like, there's some guys in the West who are like, yo, we Dame. Like, we can have the spot that you oh, have. Dame won them. Dame, 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 Dame has him. Dame's yeah. to yeah. Home. Like, yeah, come on. Dame's more of a dog than Paul is. Dame, in, Dame in that uh, Western Conference where he would, like, wave goodbye to him after yeah. he that serious clinching shot. Come on now. One of the Dame coldest time. shots ever. But I think the Lakers and Clippers, I hope we get it. it I hope the shot. I know Adam Silver. The league wants it. The league wants it so bad. But I think that would just hurt us because – Ain't no way we're going to the Staples Center. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> by the time that opens, no. Nah. Well, the bars open again, so outside might be a little popping. LA Live might do something out there. Well, somebody the get, problem is somebody the, gonna get jumped though. Well, somebody gonna get jumped. Somebody gonna have a Some Paul George jersey on get jumped. Yeah. All right, know. Like, not so, to get political, but the way our true. state is set up. There's no way they have a fan. Wait, so who's get, who's home. getting jumped and why is it Kyle Kuzma? It's going, That's no, who it's going to be. Kyle Kuzma's going to play like trash in the playoffs, and Laker fans are going to be like, he don't deserve a ring. He'll be walking out of Staples. And See, for, but the thing is, I think Crusoe will make up the slack for him, so we won't even notice it. No, we will. Come on now. He got he got yeah, hit on so much. Kuzma was fine last year. Like but that's how bad playoffs. I mean, no, we got Harold though. I'm I'm so glad the Lakers got March. Really. We we talked about that. Yeah, like one him like Horton Tucker's balling for him too. Like. They were able to win despite Danny Green, who was trash in the bubble last year. Once again, trash. another another yeah. nigga I could do his job. They won despite <laughs> him. That tells you how good they are, and they just got the Lakers only got better with well, Schroeder. Well, it's know. so interesting that you bring up Danny Green because Danny Green started tonight for the Sixers. The Sixers were playing the shorthanded Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. No Dame Lillard, Come no CJ McCollum, no Derrick Jones Jr. In the Sixers' loss, one twenty one to one. Did they have their full normal start start lineup? For the Sixers, yeah. Simmons did not play, but Embiid okay. did, Embiid played. Who we all thought what the Sixers were zero and four up until they beat Indiana with uh, with him without Embiid without him in the lineup. So Correct. they finally got that first one against Indiana with Embiid not in the lineup. Simmons doesn't play. We think no big deal. You're playing a shorthanded Portland team. Seth Curry scores no points. Danny Green wow. goes one to five from the field. He scores only three points. The Sixers end up losing one twenty one to one hundred five. Joel Embiid scores thirty seven. Had mm-hmm. twenty five in the second quarter. But Vic, Victor, what, what what are your thoughts on not only like Embiid and the Sixers uh, and how they perform tonight, but can they make the Eastern Conference Finals? An open fucking three point. You have one fucking position. Hey, I can make that. Like, <laughs> I I get you're gonna miss some every so often, but no, motherfucker, you have five shots and you miss barely one out of five. Like, come on, son. Like you're a, you're a professional. All you do is shoot three pointers in fucking practice. Like you have literally you have one role in the entire team. What's your That's role? True. Layups? No. Shoot a fucking three pointer. Come That's off screens, wide all open, you do shoot is the three. Your whole your whole practice time is literally sitting there shooting three pointers. You ain't doing layup lines. Hey, it, it's called shooting, not making. Right. <laughs> He's not a maker. Sounds like my love shooting. life. That problem is that's why Isaiah is to make those Curtis, shots. Once again, that's just, no. this is why we don't we don't. This is why you ain't shit. <laughs> no, they can make it uh, because they're better defensively this year. Uh, Tobias Harris is playing better under Doc, just oh, like he did good. when he he's played good. for the Clippers. Yeah, like he's, he's had good. a resurgence. Like so they're game. they're good enough, and I think Danny Green they they're good enough and deep enough. Seth Curry was a good addition for them. I think they can make it to the conference finals. Can they beat the Nets in a seven game series? Probably not. Maybe. Hey, but, but I think it's seeding. Okay. Nah, I mean, unless unless, unless KD round, gets hurt. Yeah. Unless KD gets hurt. Nah, I think unless anybody, because even the Nets we saw the other night against the Clippers play decently enough defensively, that's their thing. Can they play enough defense? They don't that's have to be good. I only gotta, they they got to be good we enough. We going to score 147? Yeah. We got to hold you to 146. Yeah, because even that's if it. one of them goes, guys, one, has, stop. one of them has an stop. off night, one has an off night, two of them aren't, you know? And, and let's be honest, like with the Brooklyn Nets, like they're obviously not done. Game oh, yeah. pieces. They Kevin might get JaVale Love, McGee. JaVel McGee, Kevin Love. There's a lot of they pieces that can be on McGee. there. They can use McGee. Yeah, I they mean, need defense as long as he knows he can't dribble on a fast break. Well, <laughs> just yeah. block shots. Yeah, that's... If you got to call a timeout in the backcourt, that's fine. Yeah. I could take that as a coach. But right. you trying to do between the legs and well, then pass behind the back. JaVel going to give you like game. a shot in a full moment like twice a week. Not on my watch. If I'm coaching, my watch. That's what comes with it. No, I'm going to let him know. Nigga, you not supposed to dribble more than two times before you pass the ball. And if you feel like you should... Call a timeout. <laughs> and then we going to talk about it. Okay? That's that's how you got to treat your game. But that's the only thing they're missing. When they traded Jared Allen away to Cleveland, yeah, they, they lost interior Jared defense. D- DJ's good. DeAndre Jordan is still solid, but he can't do it by himself. He's aging. They need more help on the yeah, inside. Yeah, starting Jeff Green going small. I mean, I don't, I don't think like that. that works. No, like but that. I think it's interesting that we note that Clippers-Lakers is what the NBA wants. I think that's what we all predict will happen. And you think, okay, probably the top two teams in the league or on the Western Conference will meet. The East is such a toss-up. Giannis, like, can he finally get the Bucks like, that far? 
uh, MB, can he put the weight on his shoulder? The Nets got it. How much can Tatum ascend? How much can Brown ascend? Can Miami do it again? Can Miami do it again? Miami has been like. He took another step this year. Yeah, Miami has been decimated by COVID. They haven't been fully healthy all year. And we're talking about a short season this year. So Florida. Yeah, oh, come on. Hey, Florida's going Florida. Florida's Florida. Florida man is going to Florida. I think it's very interesting that you note that the Sixers are pretty deep because one person that I brought up to Kevin the other day or the last show was Tyrese Maxey, who's yeah. not like he scored what forty four in mm-hmm. a game against Denver when he had it play. Kevin, and this is his Maxie. first show. Well, which, listener, not yes, I mean they're, they're smart listeners, but I think when you look at Tyrese Maxey, not only that, like Tyrese Maxey, I don't think is getting a lot of credit. Like Emmanuel quickly is with the Quickly's Knicks. Balling with the Knicks, yeah. he's balling i think it's so interesting to note that brooklyn has three of the top-notch stars in the nba but it's actually quickly who holds like the city of new york down yeah and i think we talk how i don't understand how he can hold the city down when he, i don't even know who he is it's like a cult following like really popular guy the in the Knicks. city Come for on. the marquee franchise that's what it is yeah also basically that's like me telling you that vegeta is the strongest in dragon ball z Sure. Uh, yeah, I shoulder shrug. That's my point exactly. You don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, it's like you're the, the biggest fish in the smallest pond. You know what I mean? So but like, your small pond is New York City. It's still City. New York. Right. It's still the Knicks. Even though the Knicks are trash as an organization, they're still the Knicks. He's still a big, so you're saying he's a big fish in a big pond. To a degree, well, he's actually a small, small fish, fish in a, a big, big pond. pond yes. But so how is he holding well. down the city anymore? That's the part. I because don't there's more Knicks fans, than I think Nets fans. For like sure. the Knicks are still like the mecca, Madison Square Garden. Right, like the Brooklyn, I don't care. But Brooklyn has three of I. This, I would even say the top 15 players in the league. Yeah, right. But, but those were all brought to you. Like you drafted quickly, and we all know the history of the Knicks drafting people yeah, and failing at free agents. He's probably going to get traded next year. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be a big that probably gets traded if yeah. anything, uh, and probably like Zach Levine. You know, he might get there, but I think maybe you don't know him because Tyrese Maxey, Emmanuel Quickly, Tyrese Halliburton for the Kings. Like they're not getting enough. You cre- just said three more names. I don't know. <laughs> Halliburton's ball for like, the Kings. They sound like the uh, Hogwarts characters. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not getting enough. Like shine. I shouldn't say enough shine, but well, we all know Lamelo. Right. Down there in Charlotte is presumptively going to win Rookie of the Year, and he's getting that shine for rookies. Right. Oh no, right. Lamelo tie his shoes, and it's a highlight. Well, I mean, look, Wiseman's no, playing well. Like, I think you know, Wiseman's playing well. Edwards is doing okay. Like this night, the guys at the top of the draft are not performing well. Ball has all of the marquee because he has the name Ball, and he's not playing badly. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. First of all, it's still too early in the season to oh, say right. who's going to be Rookie of the Year. Um, but I still think that that Wiseman or Edwards have just as good a shot as Lamelo does to win. Qu- and quickly still might. The problem, the thing is, no, Wiseman has a good shot. Yeah, but it's voted on by the media, not by the fans. True. So the fans yeah. might vote for Lamelo, but the media people know who's good. And anybody that's watched the Knicks at all this year knows that quickly is really good at coming off the bench. Well, if Lamelo can somehow get Charlotte to the playoffs, and if he starts, like Terry Rozier got hurt, right. so he was into the starting line. So if he gets to the playoffs with the Charlotte Hornets and starts, he'll get a lot of that attention. For Whereas sure. if Wiseman gets to the playoff with the Warriors, it's like, oh, well, Steph, Draymond. Yeah. We saw Kelly Oubre put up big numbers tonight right. against Dallas. Um, well, yeah, because like you said, he has ball. His name is is big, mm-hmm. and that's that's things to his dad. But you can't discount playing in New York for the Knicks, to your point too, Curtis, about quickly. Quickly keeps playing this well, off the bench or not, he's going to get rookie of the year consideration because he's playing it with a marquee franchise in a big market. That's so. true. Well, going from one former Kentucky point guard to another, De'Aaron Fox for the Sacramento Kings had some thoughts on the All-Star yes. game. Uh, this is what we had to say yes. about the NBA making sort of a – power grab or a money grab if you will here's darren fox i mean if i'm gonna be brutally honest uh, i think it's stupid um you know if we have to wear masks and do all this uh for a regular game then what's the point of bringing the all-star game back but obviously um you know money makes the world go round, so it is what it is but um i mean i'm not really worried about it if i'm voted so be it if i'm not i don't know would you play in it you know you get fined if you if you, if you uh, I, if, if you're if you're supposed to be in it and you're not and you're not hurt and you decide not to play that's that's a that's a hefty fine so hell yeah I would play in it. Okay, so De'Aaron Fox is basically saying that we need money. The NBA is looking out for money. He calls it stupid as hell. Uh, Kevin Atkins, what are your thoughts on the NBA trying to you know they're getting inch, like closer and closer to hosting an All Star game in Atlanta this year? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I have to agree with De'Aaron. It's stupid as hell. I mean. <laughs> 
Would you play if you were if you were going in? If I if I was in the league, would I play? Yes, I'm gonna play. I need the extra the extra check for the game. Um, but no, I don't think they should be playing as as bad as the COVID numbers are and trying to keep you know players you know isolated. Why are you gonna throw an extra game that doesn't mean anything? In Atlanta, in Atlanta, where you already know who's buck naked and buck loose. <laughs> That's the big, and they're telling them they have yeah. to stay inside their hotel room. Right. First of all, you not gonna tell me that James Harden ain't gonna find his way to strip club. Oh, <laughs> the strip club having easily blue wings come out. Come on, now. part of the allure of the the All Star game is part of the entire weekend. It's all the parties all, you go to. First of all, if I'm, uh, if hello I'm Las young, Vegas. If I'm yeah. a young entrepreneur type woman from Atlanta. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> want the All Star game to be there because that's racks on racks on racks on racks, Big tax time. free racks. You talk about a COVID stimulus check. <laughs> that's all you need. I don't need no stimmy. <laughs> but no, it's right. When I got Jimmy. Buckets hey. <laughs> out here throwing ducats. That's all you need. You have all these protocols in place. Trying to, You can't keep guys safe already as it is. So now you want you want the best players on every team or some of the, the biggest best From, from different to regions. To yeah, to all converge in this one place. Back to their stage get everybody safe. So like, what happens if the entire Eastern Conference roster like comes down with COVID and all of a sudden you come out of the break for two straight weeks and you have no star players playing. It makes no sense. Well, I understand having an all star voting because a lot of guys have incentives in their contracts. You get voted as an all star. Okay, there should cool. be a, the, the CBA should have made a clause last season once they had the whole pandemic that yeah. certain uh, certain things like that in your contract can't affect you because it's not going to be a situation where you can play the game. Or I mean, you can even you can get voted as an all star and not play the game. Like that's fine. I don't have no problem exactly. with that. That's, you that's know? fine. Too. You can yeah, do yeah, it that way. Was, yeah. But the the idea the of having to travel alone. to Atlanta to play a game, an exhibition for no reason, makes no sense to me. Well, I think the most interesting note about Atlanta is we saw the other night Luka Doncic playing against Trey Young. And Luca's over there dapping up Quavo and Two Chains, yeah. so it's like, wait a minute, you yeah, expect, takeoff. yeah, you expect the players to don't stay. Forget take off. Yeah, don't forget him. He was on Bad and Bougie. Don't forget about him. I'm about to move. <laughs> but I'm like you're, move. you're telling them they got to stay in their hotel room. They have to quarantine, self isolate. But then these fans who are allowing courtside, aka courtside Karen and her mm-hmm. old steroid ass husband, they can sit courtside at the All Star game, but the players can't. But they can still dap them up. Like the disease is still going to be spread somehow. Well, it's the same shit as like how the players out here with face naked, and then they got to go to the bench and put a mask on. Well, that's stupid. It's all you for optics. Me? It's it makes like, no sense it's whatsoever. The same, it's the same thing, bro. It's 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 money. Look at y'all ain't right like, now. As long as we get money, that's the all they're concerned about. But they're not going to make any more money by staging an All Star game. To be honest with you, they're not going to be any fans in attendance. What, you know, well, what you, are you getting well, out of it? I guess, I guess yeah. my biggest question is, yeah, but I mean, they're not going to turn as big of a profit the thought, as they the think they process will. Is like, all right, so we don't have the nineteen thousand in the, the fans in the stands. Those nineteen thousand going to watch the game though. Yeah, yeah but that the, the revenue doesn't work that it way. It's not I, even I, like I, that. I, I, you know? I don't know. Well, let me let me ask you this because we haven't got your opinion on this just yet. Chris Paul, head of the Players Association, comes out and says, "We want an All Star game." We want it so we can give money to HBCUs, right. black events. Ooh, which we don't, is great. We don't want the NBA to forget about what they promise for for black uh, athletes. But I think the biggest thing I have bef- before I get to you, I think the biggest thing for me is, isn't the whole point you don't want to be just an athlete? Like LeBron's whole thing is more mm-hmm. than an athlete. Right. So if you're saying, hey, we should play this all-star game and have like a fundraiser for HBCUs, I understand that. Sure. But why does it take you playing a game to raise money when if you're taking the 24, 22, 24 best NBA players, you should just have that off name alone. Yeah. How about not- this? Y'all are all rich millionaires. Just donate money. <laughs> Why are we playing right. the game? Right. Why are we trying to raise money for it? Chris Paul's multimillionaire, LeBron James, multimillionaire, Anthony Davis, anybody else who's an all-star, just donate, just donate the money out of your own pocket. Right Do it on. that way. Well, yeah, that's sure. the thing, but it's, just, it's the FaceTime. It's the popularity. It's the whole thing like, oh, we're here for a reason. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. you know, who wants to donate money nowadays without having a camera in front of somebody's face? Which is terrible, Showing but I get it. how you donate. You know? Everybody like, wants the PR. And I think the cool thing about Chris Paul, I will say this, like, the, the shoes he wore in the bubble with, like, all the HBCUs on his shoes, I thought that was dope because it was a little nostalgic of the shows we all grew up loving. Mm-hmm. Living yeah. Single, Martin, Fre- Martin Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air, when they all wore those historically black colleges and universities sweatsuits, mm-hmm. looking fresh, like, yeah. looking great. I, I think that's a, a really cool thing for the league to do. I think there's going to be some logistic problems, but again. Yeah, players are going to get sick. Yeah. The star is getting COVID. Like, there's no question about that. So I guess, Victor, to, to, to pass it to you, they go to Atlanta, they play this game. Uh, let's say a player does 
tests positive for COVID and then goes back to uh, his specific region. Mm-hmm. What should the NBA do after that? Because they can't cancel games on the back end. We know that for sure. Well, they got to rush through this. The NBA is going to be well. They're going to depending on the player. Like if it was like an AD or LeBron, they're going to they're going to be like, oh, gonna, the NBA is going to really consider like canceling the games. Because they know LeBron is their star is their star player on, in the league. Mm, I don't see him doing that. I, this is going to be like if it's if that happens to you, then you're the Denver Broncos starting a receiver at quarterback. Like you can't afford you to lose to, games. Yeah, yeah, there's not. Yeah, there's they're not going to. Can, they're only going to cancel games if they don't have enough players to suit up, or if there's an outbreak then, with an entire team. Have, what do you think if they come back to a team and they're practicing with them? The whole team has to quarantine, technically. Yeah, that, and that's happened a couple of times this year already. But if, it, if they, they, if they contact Trace and say they know, okay, it's only LeBron and AD mm-hmm. and everybody else is fine, you know what, Montreal is starting to somebody else. That's, that's the, what it is. That's been the struggle, though, for all across sports. When right. NFL, uh, NHL, MLB, whatever, it's, you know, when the, the person's contacted, whatever, you don't know how the spread is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that, well, that's, that's why it. they wear these devices with contact tracing. They actually do a pretty Are solid job of them? knowing who's not in the game, no, but it's all once the game ends. Well, I, I um, think a big thing, too, is the one thing that no one's really talking about, but the league knows, is the Olympics. Oh, the yeah. fact that a potential game seven could be July twenty second in the first game that team Hold USA. Oh, are they still doing the Olympics? Yeah, in Tokyo. That's the plan. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Can we even fly to Tokyo? No. Right so that's the big thing. It's like let's say let's just say for out there we have KD, Kyrie, Harden, AD, and LeBron, and they all get selected to Team USA. Game seven potentially would be three days before Team USA's first game in Tokyo. Well, they have to fly to Tokyo, quarantine mm-hmm. before they can oh, play. So they're going to yeah. miss games, you're saying, basically. They're going to miss. But is it worth it to send our, like, I want to say best players? Because no. that's First, of all, first of, owner, of all, I wouldn't send them. First of all. You wouldn't send, but who would you send for Team Nobody USA? Nobody should be playing Lakers right now. I Especially mean, in Tokyo, that's close to China. Well, uh, look, the, a, the Olympic <laughs> Committee says that they will, they plan on playing. But people out there in Tokyo, Japan say no. Like 90% of the actual residents say why are you playing a the game? There's another breakout. There's the no need. Sense. That's unnecessary. It's the so go- unnecessary. Yeah, but the government's doing it because they invested billions they of dollars need, oh, to they, build they, the infrastructure. Oh, man, they need they the spent money so for this much to money for that. Well, because that, they are, the IOC is. already said once yeah, 2021 but, happens, we're going to go to 2024. We're not. It's not going to be a four-year gap. Yeah. So if they don't do it this year, then it's just being canceled. It's not going to happen. They're just going to wait until the next cycle. And they don't want to lose their spot in the rotation and invest all the money and all the infrastructure and advertising yeah, that, and all that. That is unfortunate. But, but that's I mean, but act of like, God. What you want me to tell you? Like I can't. Yeah. But if you're if, if you're a team that doesn't make the playoffs, let's say like the Bulls don't make the playoffs. Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Let's say Portland makes the playoff but losing the first round. Dame Lillard. Like, do you take some of these players and still represent Team USA? Well, the problem is like you have to. They have to have practices. They have to have camp. They have to yeah, cut down those, a yeah, roster. Some they of have those to, guys are on the, the team. Yeah, you can't just pull guys off after there Game is, Seven yeah, and the then. Two days later, has a roster deep of about, about 30, yeah. 40 players that they rotate through. It's not like it was back in the day where you can just throw, you know, nine dudes from the NBA on a team and have no practices or run cats off the court. The rest of the world is caught up. Like, teams will beat you. Like, they will yeah. beat you if they you ain't, if you ain't you, got yes. your stuff together. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. But, I mean, if, if we're talking about, like, real talk, like, what team would beat Team USA in the Olympics? Because we have seen teams like Spain. Mm-hmm. You know, challenge the USA, Argentina, but but Marcus All plays for the Lakers. Yeah, so if he goes to the finals, like he can't play for True. Team Spain. True. So, but like Luka Doncic, he can't play for his team. True. I mean, True. Probably, True. Dallas probably isn't making the playoffs. Or they'll be yeah. very close to make the playoffs. But you have some big name players who may not be able to represent their countries as well, and that hurts them way more than it hurts Team USA. You know what? The thing is, honestly, like at the end of the day, n- nobody should be playing. No. I Nobody agree. Playing. When it comes to the Olympics, absolutely. Because you're playing. talking about for the All Star Game, people come from all different corners of the country. And that's the Olympics is people coming from different corners of the world and what, different types of outbreaks yeah. and different kinds of exactly. new strains. Exactly. By the way, from one continent, one country to another. COVID two, it might like, be. It's it might be COVID eighteen, like, COVID seventeen. Like Canada said, "No, nah, you ain't coming." Yeah, back. or what about like some third world type countries? Like, are there countries in Africa that have no signs of getting the vaccine within the next year or something? Yeah, why are you always going to Africa though? You know, what I'm just, saying? just about South America. You feel Fine. me? Like, South America, America applies as well. Yeah, I'm but saying, I think it's I think it's interesting to know. That Victor Victor <laughs> Black History yeah. Victor brought up uh, Canada, and I think that's very interesting because Team Canada had a lot of NBA players: mm-hmm. Jamal Murray, 
Andrew Your Wiggins, Wiggins. Yeah. Kelly Olenek. I know he should be number three. Tristan but Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Like, there's a lot of uh, R.J. Barrett. I only heard one good person on that. <laughs> but still, collect- when it gets the world, they could do yeah. something. But not only that, you could have Steve Nash who now has coaching experience. He mm-hmm. could be coach of team, like, team right. Canada. What coach experience? With 22 games? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they win the finals, games. that's coaching experience. 22 so. games. They might need Steve Nash to run point for the team. Steve you might have to lace him up. <laughs> and he'll, he'll be out there, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to I wonder if he practiced with them. Maybe. Ooh. Somewhat. Him and Amari? Yeah, that'd be legit. Yeah, that'd be legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a few drills. Like, you can do, like, this, like, this. Like. Oh, you know he probably. I know. I don't think. I'm, I think Steve Nash is more in shape than Amari. Because Amari had a lot of. Mm-hmm. Hey, a that lot red wine well, catches up to you. No, but he bathes in it. He doesn't drink That's it. True. He bathes in it, which I think is the weirdest thing ever. But hey, let's give a shout out to Amari because he's one of the chosen people, and we got one of the chosen people sitting on the couch with us right now. So he's Jewish. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baruch Atah yeah. 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 Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, uh, but I do want to get to some quick notes about the last time the All Star Game was played in Atlanta. It was 2003. The West won 155 to 145. Kevin Garnett was your MVP. KG. First of all, hold up. Mm-hmm. 155 to 145 is like a regular score. Regular now. score yeah. now. That's so that's that was high the as fuck. Yeah, that was a shootout. Game. Now exactly. it's just like it's a Tuesday night. Like, all right, the Nets, Nets scored like, 160. The, the Nets like they only gave up 145. Yeah. <laughs> what was their defensive strategy? <laughs> what y'all do? Yeah. Uh, y'all must have went to overtime. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, Regulation. Yeah. Uh, the, notable about that, it was Michael Jordan's last All Star game appearance. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before the show, but do you guys know who won the dunk contest? It was Jason Richardson. I thought that was dope. Was that oh, the, one he did the, the, the 360 between 360 the legs? Oh, yeah. I've never seen that before. He went two in a row. He did. He went he back went to back. back. To yeah. back. He went okay. back to back. But here's my question for you. Who, two foot bounce. Uh, That's hard. Who, who won the three-point contest? In 2003. 2003. 2003. No. no. Capone was around yet. Heater? Or, was it Heater? No, he was still at UCLA, I think, in 03. No. no. Was not Heater Turkle. I was trying to see as well. No. Pasia, I mean, could have been Pasia. Was Pasia Stoyakovich? I would have said, that was right. Let's go. Let's go. I would have said like Dirk or Wally Zerbiak. No, it was Pasia. Yeah, but no. But getting back to this All Star, because we are talking about All Star uh, for this year's All Star game, the fans voted. Their first votes came back. Kevin Durant leading all votes getters. uh, LeBron was second. Uh, Front court for the West right now. Best player in the world. Ooh. He's the mm. best player in the world. KD, that's not an argument. I've been saying that, and Kevin Figures disagreed with me. That's not an argument. He's the best player in the world. How was it not an argument? How was he the best player in the world? KD seven, is the best player in the NBA right now. He's a seven-foot guard who can score from anywhere, any he's kind best, of time. Okay, he's the best offensive player. Sure, I'll give you that, but he's not because the best he's player. He's the best player. He's the the narrative that people, like, after the Warriors beat the Cavs, like, nine straight times in the finals, and it's like, oh, KD surpassed LeBron as the best player. It's like, why? Because he said no. Because he played with two other Hall of Famers on a better team? I said he was better than Cuz then. He was the best player in the world. No, he wasn't. Yes, How? He was. LeBron was averaging a triple double in the finals, and all of a sudden, some, because Kevin Durant is playing on a team that's stacked, Shit. that won seventy games the year I, before. I don't know. He's just, the best player. I'm, just, I'm a shooter. You feel me? I'm not a pass. There's type more than one play. There's me? one. There's so more I, than I, one I, aspect I, to the I, game. I, if you His can score, is, why you got to pass the ball? <laughs> if you can score at will, why you need to pass the ball? He's right. What's the point? What's the point? That's a wasted movement. That's a wasted pass. If I can just get the bucket myself, why well, waste my time for it? But let me ask you this question about we look at we look at LeBron they, they and you're right. They on the court. <laughs> LeBron get the rebound. Right? Get the rebound. If you want the ball that goddamn much, get the rebound. LeBron did average a triple double, no doubt, right? Uh-huh. But let's look at Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant did not have to get rebounds. Kevin Durant really didn't have to facilitate because you're right. So when you look at stats, like is LeBron a better player because he had to be that guy? He had to get rebounds. He had to facilitate. Like it's, it's hard. Mentality. You're I'm trying like, to get Matthew Delvadova open and get shots. Like yeah, that's a little bit harder. But is it because that's his responsibility? Where Kevin Durant's like, look, I only have to focus on winning the court. And not only that, but Russell Westbrook is out here grabbing rebounds from Stephen Adams. Like give me that. I'm trying to average. But that's, how, they, but that's how the offense work because the offense works better when he's the fast leading the fast break. So if I can get the rebound and I can start the fast break. So, but does that diminish? Me, does that diminish Kevin Durant's potential of getting rebounds, getting assists when he's not asked to do it as consistently as LeBron James is? Well, I mean, for me, is because it's not asked of him. He doesn't have that extra burden of responsibility. So, I think that actually hurts. You think his that guys. hurts his, his statement it, because he has, he's doing more on the court. Because honestly, when he had more of the burden on his shoulders, what happened? He lost a three-one lead to the same Golden State Warriors, who LeBron First of led. All, he back. had a different burden on his shoulder. What? What was it? Number zero. 
Okay. Was all right. So, so a couple pick, games that got tricked off because Russ thought, hey, hold on. He's like, KD, you had Joe's mind. It's like, no, it's not Joe's So KD wasn't trash in game six and game seven against Golden State in that series? It's hard to be trash. It's easy to be trash when well, your point guard come back and do it. is acting a fool. When your point guard is not giving you no looks, and he doing he Russ, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Russ has nothing to do with KD going six uh, for 25 or whatever It does. It happens when you shoot those 25, when you're shooting bad shots because you're trying to get a quick one. But off. it don't matter because he's unguardable. Some KD, there is no bad shot for him. There's no it's, such thing as a bad rhythm, shot for but KD. But there's rhythm, though. There's timing. Nah. It's a bad pass. Like, ah, oh, right, no, Westbrook I'm not, I'm not giving my you ankles. that. I'm I mean, not giving Figs not rolling with that. I'm, I'm not, not giving that. Figs yeah, ain't not rolling. Figs ain't hooped before and been in a situation where you had a oh. bad point guard. Okay, and so. I can't get off because this nigga want to come through in and out between his legs well, and then off shoot. the left and then throw it off back can to we, me. Yeah, quick. I'm going to get it off because I shoot. You know what? The best way But I'm not in my rhythm now. Now I'm pissed off. Can we pause real quick? Can we just tell everyone who's listening that this is a new drinking game? Every time Atkins says, but you ain't never hooped, though. Take a shot. Because that at least happens three to four times a show. So everyone who's got a bottle right now, like, please just take a shot. But they're probably at work tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Hey, dude, hoop, though. you're working from home. Do, hey, do a shot anyway. Hey, it's Friday Here's, tomorrow. Hey, can you please tag us? <laughs> yeah, what are you drinking on this Friday? Because you ain't never hoop before. Because you ain't never hoop before. You ain't never scored 6.7. You ain't hooping. Yeah. There's never, you can never do it because of hypothetical, but just humor me on this. Because this is the best way to, to always measure these sorts of arguments. If you took LeBron James off of those Cleveland teams mm-hmm. and you put Kevin Durant on them, would they have made it to the NBA Absolutely Finals? Absolutely not. Absolutely. No, no way. Absolutely There's no not. way in Who's hell. beating them? There's just, no way in hell. Absolutely no, what, But what team in the East is no, beating, them, beating them? Maybe Boston? Maybe, like maybe, but I think okay. Maybe Boston. For, maybe Boston. I do think LeBron has an extra vengeance towards Boston. Like he loves playing in TD Garden Arena. Yeah. But I still think like KD will still will enough offense no. to get. Yeah. I, no, I, yes, don't, I don't think so. KD's not going to send Matthew Dellavedova and those guys to the NBA Finals. He's not. I think he would give up on them. He might. I would. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing like a whole butterfly effect here where it's like? It's KD, Kyrie, and Kevin Love against Boston. Because no, that team wins. So I was the same situation. If they are are we saying? Are we saying it's like KD, Amon Shumpert, Matthew Dovadova, Tristan Thompson? I'm talking about that team where Kyrie got injured in Game One and LeBron James won two games with that Cleveland team. But I still have State. Kevin Love. Sure, you have Kevin Love. Okay, so, make a difference to me. But I don't think Kevin Durant. If I'm getting to the finals, they went to Kevin Durant doesn't make his team his teammates better that way. Yes, yes, I do. Not a complete player. Yes, I do. He's not a complete player like LeBron. I think he does. Yes, I do. I think all right. A lot of people have this misconception that if you're a good passer and facilitator, that you make your teammates better. Just because I pass you the ball does not make you better. He puts his teammates in positions to be able to be. That doesn't necessarily make you better. Like prime example, Kobe Bryant. Uh, he's not the type of person, he's not going to pass the ball to you. He's going to look at you and say, nigga, you suck. I'm not going to pass you the ball. Get the rebound. However, he'll sit down with you and tell you, look, if I have the ball here, your ass better be right there in this corner if you expect to pass. Jody Meeks, in the article I read earlier today, Jody Meeks said, I sat University of Kentucky. Uh, he sat on a, a film session with Kobe at 3 o'clock in the morning on the plane. They sat for two and a half hours. And he said all Kobe did was basically tell him where he needs to be on the court. He said for the rest of the season, he got four or five shots just by being where Kobe said to be. Yeah. And that wasn't that's not a situation where he's like, oh, Kobe passes the ball, facilitates, gets me involved. No, he lets you know a different way. And it's different ways of doing that. Just because you pass the ball doesn't mean everybody's going to be happy. But it's not just because you pass the ball. You act like LeBron James averages like 11 assists and 10 points. He literally does everything. Well, and is, and like, should have been Defensive Player of the Year a few years ago, but, too. But if you're, you're asking like that team that LeBron had where Kyrie gets hurt in game one, Mm-hmm. And you put KD on that team. Do they still make it to the finals? Do they still win two games? In the no, they were already in the finals by then. Okay, the Eastern Conference as a whole was not that great. Okay, but you're saying can Kevin Durant by himself in a finals against Draymond, Clay, and Steph at their height? Does he win two games? Uh, he might. No. He might get a game. But here's the he, thing. I'll though. give you that. He might get a game. But here's the thing, though. KD's never been in a situation where he had to do all that. He never had to rebound and facilitate because he didn't need to. Because he's always been on a team where he had other players who had stronger. That was their stronger attributes were those categories. So he never really had to do that. He just scored. He got buckets. If you if KD had to get nine, ten rebounds a game, I'm pretty sure he can because he's a seven footer just walking. You go walk think, into six, seven rebounds a game. Yeah, I was walking to that. 
And other and the other thing is this too. I mean, he's not an interior player. He's on the wing. So you're expecting a, a wing guard, essentially a two guard, to average ten plus rebounds a game. That's that's just not going to happen. I also think it's it's a butterfly effect, as we always like. Unless you roast, you know, I, like Victor and I always talk about butterfly effect. Let's say Westbrook, Durant, and Harden stay with the Thunder, mm-hmm. and Surge is the one that leaves. Mm-hmm. And let's say that three one deficit that the Warriors came back from to beat the Thunder. The Thunder don't give up because they have Harden, Westbrook. And that doesn't happen, though. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. But, but at that point, if KD makes it to the final and wins two with OKC instead of Golden State, are we then saying, oh, you know he had Westbrook, though? Oh, but he had Harden, though. Like, I think he was always put in a good Maybe. situation I mean, to begin the, with. It's the same people say that against LeBron when he had he, – but he had Wade and Buddy he had Bosh and Buddy he had Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I think he, that works against anybody that's not Mike – Essentially, right. You know, even the people that want to be Kobe detractors say that Kobe didn't do anything unless he had Shaq or he had Gasol. He had another big a star, big man next to him. But no, no superstar in the history of the NBA game has never had a two. That of course, wasn't great. I agree. Magic even, Johnson doesn't lose slack for being the greatest of all time because he had Kareem. That's the crazy part to me. No one says, "Oh, Magic's not good because he had Kareem." And the, the everyone well, forgets about James Worthy too. Let's throw him in there. Oh, and yeah. James Worthy, James Worthy would should have had his own team. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it comes to MJ. I feel like nobody gives enough credit to Scotty and how good he was, and no one holds it against. No one ever says, "Well, when the year MJ was left, gone, they, they had won the same, 55, they had the 55 same games record, and they were just as good after he left." But so people yeah. forget about that, right? That's, I mean, I think and I'm not hating on MJ, but I, I just think that people just conveniently forget about that sort of thing. Or they say well, MJ never lost in the playoffs. It's like. He came back as number forty five and lost, didn't he? I think. I think with every NBA Finals team, lost there's the always finals. that's always his narrative. <laughs> Never lost in the finals. Yeah, okay, did he go to the finals every year he played? No. Nah, All right, so he lost before the finals sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's when you when you get into that Tom Brady versus Joe Montana. Like, okay, Joe Montana undefeated in the undefeated Super Bowl. in the Super Bowl, but Tom has more. Okay, MJ undefeated in the finals, but LeBron's been to more. You're always, and, like, yeah, let's like, even go back to when Michael wasn't in the finals. Hakeem. One of the greatest centers of all time. One of the top probably 25 basketball players of all time. Easily. But he never played Mike. Right. Like, that. that's always going to be that's the biggest thing. Against so, every, every – yeah, He snuck in them two. Ah, oh, uh, snuck in. He snuck those two in. Beat an Orlando team that wasn't ready for the spotlight. I think, right. Houston, I think Houston splits with Chicago. I think Houston splits with Chicago. I think Houston takes the year they get Clyde. Ooh, okay. okay. It's possible. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I love this. All right. <laughs> um, I do want to get to this, though, about the All-Star game to kind of circle back to that. Uh, East, East, uh, Eastern Conference front court, Kevin Durant leading vote getter, as we said. Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. In the back court, Bradley Beal soon could be out of Washington. We don't know. Kyrie, James Harden, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine. Is there anyone on there who you think is too high, too low? Um Again, there's a lot of great players in both conferences, but does anything stick out to you? No. Uh, what sticks out to me the most is that uh, Jalen Brown's a, a guard now this year because normally he's a forward. He's a forward. Yeah. yeah. And I think they did that on purpose because, like, he and Tatum like, are about the same, if you ask me, skill-wise. I think he took a step up and Tatum kind of flatlined on me this season. I think a biggest you thing is – Tatum flatlined on you? Not flatlined as far as, like, uh, his charting of growth. Yeah, he hasn't taken he an hasn't intentional taken, he step, step this year. I think Jalen, like, he took – Last season, I think he took a giant step and kind of separate, yeah. separated he and Brown. But this season, I think Brown caught up to that step. Yeah, exactly. and Tatum's leveled Tatum, off a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's now, what I mean. Now you need one of them to be, like, the alpha MVP right. face of the franchise. I need somebody to hit LeBron KD status. Like, you need, like, right. you want Tatum to be that. That's right. what that's what they want. It right. looks like Tatum's going to be that guy. That's the, well, I mean, he's been saying enough. that for years, though. But, but that's he's still, a, you say he was saying that for years. How old is he? Twenty four. I know. I mean, yeah. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like the thing is, if you look, yeah. if you look at like past superstars like Kobe, Braun, uh, Mac, uh, Carmelo. Carmelo, it didn't take them five, six years to become dominant. Yeah, they were dominant year, year three, year four, and that was it. If we're getting to year three and year four, and we're still talking about like, oh, you, you're going to be this guy, this guy, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't know. I would still give him another year or two. I well, mean, that's like, the thing, he's still though. a great. He's still he's a great player. Four, this is four. This season? is four. Yeah, this is year four. So he won it, now six. Like his yeah. sixth year. Like, I mean, I don't want to make excuses, but last year was a, a unique year that was cut in half. This year is kind of weird. You kind of give a little bit of a mulligan to certain Julius guys Rando. too. He came back. He's balling this year. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I don't know. No, no, because like COVID or not, you can still work in your game. There's mm-hmm. still going to be places where you can work on your game. If you haven't shown anything to approve on it, like. 
at this point in time, then I don't think you're going to get any better than what you are. I think a big. I thing, think at his age, he can still get better. He can he still can, anybody can get better. Look yeah. at Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I think he can get better. I think the biggest thing is Danny Ainge when he drafted that team. When we saw all the draft picks that Boston had, and like, oh, are they going to deal for Anthony Davis? What are they going to do? I think Danny Ainge sat down and was like, "Hey, we're going to be a team." Like, there's, we're going to have Kimba, we're going to have Jalen Brown, we're going to have Jason Tam. Everyone's going to play their role. Uh, this is before, you know, Gordon Hayward well, they left. dealt for Kyrie. That's what, that's what blew up. Yeah, I mean, their, their that kind of backfired. was to have Kyrie be that their guy along with Tatum yeah. and along with Hayward. And Hayward got hurt, and Kyrie was Kyrie for – I don't even know how to describe him. He's no, just he's Kyrie. Right. You know, yeah, so that's, right. that's how that, like, so that plan blew up. Stop that Kyrie, Kyrie shit, bro. <laughs> but, now, Kyrie I, I, but I don't think going into it in the Celtics organization, Bring anyone back. in Bring Boston back. looked at Tatum and said, you're the star, you're the guy. Like we saw when they played against the Lakers on that Saturday primetime, they strip Anthony Davis, and then all of a sudden it goes in like, I mean, it was a broken play to begin with, but Jalen Brown fumbles the ball, Kimba, cardiac Kimba, step back, misses. Yeah. But – I guess First of all, his step back, he usually don't lethal, miss off lethal, his step back. Yeah. Lethal, lethal. Is, 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 is he 100% healthy? We don't no, know. No, he's coming off injury but too. But I so. think like if you're asking that old radio time question, who gets the last shot in Boston? I mean, uh, at this point in time, it's still I Tatum. Um, but at, it did, And then I'm the type of person like it depends who's hot. If we That's don't, what I always yeah. say. We don't have a clear guy. I mean, if it's situation, if you got Kobe, then Kobe's taking that last shot because when I can't say he's not taking the last shot. I, think, he's I still don't shot. agree with that notion, but I still give, it, I still give it to whoever's open, Chill. but that's me. No. Chill. Chill. Oh, so you don't give it to Kwame Brown if he open. <laughs> you said whoever open. Don't look at me like that. Kwame would never be in the game at crunch time one. I'm just saying whoever open. But you don't know about, all, you don't know about the foul situation or the injuries. We didn't talk about that. First of all. Okay. Right. Yeah, oh, if Kwame quick. Brown is so, open directly under the basket where he can dunk the ball, then yes. How Wait. many times have we seen him wide open underneath <laughs> the basket to be able to dunk the ball? Yes, and he didn't even catch the ball. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, that's I mean, what I'm saying, though, I mean, bro. Kobe's there's driving certain, down the lane. And I know, but it doesn't matter. There's three guys wide open. With three seconds left in the game, that's different than when there's 30 minutes left in the game. I don't care how wide open – uh, Sasha oh, Vujicic is. I rather Kobe shoot over three niggas than he shoot wide open. Really? Because his asshole is so much tighter. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you this: because Kobe, Kobe's when the that legend. shot grow up, Kobe's the legend when it comes to Cra- buzzer beaters. Yeah, he felt a little cramp in his calf when he starts shooting. He was like, ah, oh, his thought process off. He's missed so many more than he, he's okay, made. But, but let's bring it to some Kobe's not as clutch. Let, no, let's bring it. You, you the wide open more. man and the statistics show that. Let's, let's you know what's it. crazy though? When they get the ball in his hand, everybody else don't think the same. You don't feel the same. You feel let's, that fear. Let's bring it closer to something. I ain't that. afraid. I'm afraid Kobe's gonna air ball like he but did a lot of times. But you ain't never hooped though. Oh, <laughs> shot time! <laughs> shot time! We should probably go get a bottle or something because I just want to do one. But, you got one in here, don't you? But yeah, I need to go to the bar cart and get one. But I will say this: Let me ask you this to bring it to bring it a little bit like do closer to recent. If you have the Portland Trailblazers, and let's say CJ's open, Gary Trent Jr.'s open, Dame is double teamed, mm-hmm. do you still not give it to Dame? Like so we that's different. I think Dame. First off, I think Dame will make the first. Like, CJ is good enough to hit that that game winning shot, and but Dame knows that. And does Dame does he him. give it to him? Who's guarding? Is Paul George guarding him? Or it, well, here's the no, thing, though. It, it, it don't matter. The thing is this, though. In that situation, <laughs> oh, we're looking pretty low on the options. I mean, I don't want to do Jack Daniels because Black History Month. I don't want to support that. So we'll do Ciroc. As Diddy. We'll do Ciroc because that's P Diddy. We'll do Ciroc. Ciroc so, yeah. Diddy, yeah. But anyways, no, no. Yeah. You, yeah. The, the ball should so be in Dame's hands. The ball should be in Dame's hands. The ball should be in Kobe's hands. And if you got a good look, and don't tell me that any looks a good look for Kobe, because I know that's Damn what you're going to say. He just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> saw, I knew it. Took the words out of my mouth. So, yeah, the best player should touch it. But if you triple, quadruple team, and another guy's wide open. Well, Kobe did pass. They will sometimes pass. he did. He passed to Gasol. He passed to Rob. He passed to Gasol. He airballed, and Gasol caught it and threw it in, just like he airballed. And that Ron was Ar- a pass. And Ron Artest, this okay and Ron Artest got it and laid it up and in. That was a yeah, that pass. Was, that was not a pass at all. Not a pass. But still, it doesn't matter. But you um, absolutely should get the ball in your best player's hands. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's smart. just that's just that's basketball. You one-on-one. trust him to make the right play. That's why I don't like the criticism that LeBron gets all the time. They say oh, LeBron's not clutch. He doesn't. He doesn't have the clutch gene. LeBron's hit plenty of like go ahead shots or big time shots. And a lot of them at the actual buzzer. He gets criticized for that. Getting to the Western Conference All Stars front court. LeBron, as we said, highest vote getter for the West. Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Paul George for the front court, back court. No big surprise. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell. Surprise for me, John Moran and also Clay Thompson 
almost 100,000 votes, <laughs> even though he hasn't played a game in almost two years. It's ridiculous. Victor, what has stood out to you about the Western Conference All-Stars? Well, besides Clay getting votes, like, that's obviously the biggest shot. That's awesome. Ridiculous. Because it's just like, he hasn't played since when? Like... He has NBA Finals. finals. Game six, NBA Finals. What we were saying earlier is that there should be some type of stipulation if a player hasn't played any games that season, their name shouldn't be on the ballot to that be makes voted sense. for. Yeah. Now, I granted, like the the fan vote is based off popularity, who they like, whatever. But still, that's ridiculous. The man ain't hooped this year, so he shouldn't be lost. Like How many has Dame been to now? He's been one. He's been to a. He's he been got, one no, or two. He's, he's been, been to a few. He's been to a. He hasn't started many, if any, but he's been to a few. Choice, but, like, but I thought it was a big deal. Like two years ago, he hasn't been an all star. He's been stuck. Dame, so Dame won't start. No, Dame won't start. I don't think so. Unfortunately, the I mean, Le- so what? We'll what? have AD, LeBron, probably Jokic, yeah, and then Luca and Steph are yeah. probably gonna Mitchell's start, getting like, votes. Someone who should is Mike Conley, who has never made an All Star team, but should have at some he's, point he's throughout like a, this year. He's that's a, he's a, a coach's decision. Not a superstar. He's a coach's decision. I never, he's gonna have a, you don't have to be a superstar to start the All Star game, but he's having a really mm, good year. You have to be. He's a he's no, you, no, you don't. Fuck. No, you have to be a superstar. You have to be a popular player. But and even Mike Conley's not a popular player. He's not a player. And but the All Star starters are based off but votes. I mean, but so even not even okay, fine. But not even a starter. Make a team. At no point in his Memphis days or in his days in Utah that he has he not deserved to actually be an All Star. All right, so he has absolutely deserved. But to the be West an is always tough on guards. The West is yeah, tough on guards. And I meant I was going to ask this question earlier because we're talking about the All Star. Uh, when's the last time we had a team that had multiple All Stars? Warriors. Okay. Are Remember? Lakers? Is like Anthony Davis and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like more than three. So more than three. Probably three. Golden State where they had Draymond, KD, Clay, Steph, and Steph, Clay. Yeah. I think probably most of the last. Because I remember the Lakers did it with Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones, Kobe, and Shaq. Correct. That was what, 97? The Pistons, I think, did it when they were going on their run. Like the Wallaces and, yeah, and, and, and Chauncey and Billups and, and Rip, Rip Hamilton Rip all made Hamilton, it. Yeah. So it happens. It does, it does happen. No, I think so a big thing. But I think yeah. a big thing too is John Morant got some votes. We talk about Mike Conley played in Memphis. Yeah. He, but you think like Memphis, small market team. Right. They had a great like grind house. They had a great run. You know, and Mike he was Conley, part of that. Zach Randolph, but he's Marcus All. No, I'm talking but, about John Morant is that team though. Oh, oh he he's, is. He's the franchise team, now. But he that also, had, I think, you're talking about the popularity contest coming in. I think he's that was guard, part of that. He's, he's explosive. He yeah, has crazy and he was and part like, of. Yeah. He came in with Zion, and Zion, you know, started late and got hurt and all that stuff last year. And John Morant was like one was of the consistent. big young faces. He was early consistent last all year. that season. He yeah. built off of that. Mike but Conley didn't come in with that kind of juice. We're looking at Zion. Zion killed against Phoenix. He's balling. He's been playing amazing. About forty pounds. That boy knee, but, but that, that he, boy's knees ain't going to hold up. Him knees ain't going to hold knees up. Are he already knocked, he knocked knee too. His Yo, back or something, yeah. He knocked knee. Yo, that you the, that's you're right. The that's the worst place he could have gone is New Orleans, man. Because all that, them Porsches down there. I love New Orleans. Yeah, him a couple pole boys for a snack. Fried oysters. I don't think that. And that catfish etouffee. Boy. I think the biggest issue with New Orleans is like you're not even hungry, and uh, you want to eat, and you're like, yeah, I can eat. Yeah, yeah. I know I just had two poor boys. Everywhere you go, I went to bar for party girl. Everywhere you went, which is all you saw was food. Like, yo, where am I going next? Like, yo, I'll never forget. I went to New Orleans. Daryl, shout out cousin Daryl. We had a big cousin Daryl, cousin well, barbershop girl. Open barbershop always open. Uh, we had a Snorlax, big dinner. You call him. The nigga big like Snorlax. That was Kev. Now, hey, Daryl, if you're listening, uh, Darryl, we went, I love you, Daryl. We had a big meal, and we went to some bar after. Like, you want some gumbo? We're like, maybe. They're like, it's homemade, just out the oven. I was like, bro, like, so come on. Rat. How many rats was on your gumbo? Because uh, New Orleans got a rat infestation. You just <laughs> eating anywhere, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, keep going. Yeah, I'm about to say. Was well, I don't know, but it sure tasted good, though. Dress. It sure hey. tasted It was like the landing shrimp. Sorry. It's the landing shrimp. Yo, but I do want to get into something uh, a little bit that's close to all of us. Uh, you know, it's Black History Month. We're talking about Atlanta. Uh, we we want to talk about some facts, facts that you may not know. Facts. Thank you, facts. Some facts you may not know about that your Bill. famous, uh, your, your most famous or prominent uh, black history uh, figures. So for me, the passing of Hank Aaron, who passed away last week, Atlanta Braves actually actually had to be convinced by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to go to Atlanta. That's how much he did not want to go back to the Deep South, being from Mobile, Alabama, and playing all his time with the Milwaukee Braves before they relocate to Atlanta. Don't know if you know this, but Hank Aaron got almost 
3,000 letters of hate mail a day <laughs> as he was chasing Babe Ruth's home run record. It was popping. Hey, but let's think about this. We're not talking about email. We're not talking about Snapchat. We're not talking about Twitter. Oh, you had to sit down and write. Right. Do you know how written. mad you have to be? Yeah. To write a letter? No. Postage. Fold it up. Put it in an envelope. Write to the post office. Now we're talking about a regular pen. I'm pretty sure a couple of them niggas dipped it into with a quill. With a feather on it. Calligraphy yeah. style. That's that's a lot of anger. Yeah. That's a lot of anger. I think a big thing is Hank Aaron's daughter. I did not know this. Hank Aaron's daughter, who was in college at the time, had to be walked through classes by the FBI. That's crazy. Uh, fear of death threats and yo. William C. Roden, what college did you go to? Don't don't know that offhand, but William C. Roden at the time he was working for the New York Times had a chance to interview Hank Aaron about that 715th home run ball. And Hank Aaron said, I don't like talking about that. I know a lot of people like to bring that up because I broke Babe Ruth's record, but I don't like talking about it because of how much hate I got for it and how it took a part of my soul from the game. And I thought that was so deep. And people like Hank Aaron, you're just not going to see those people anymore. Yeah. Led major leagues not only home run, home runs, but RBIs at the time of his retirement. And still, there was nine Hall of Fame voters that did not vote him in. So he was not a unanimous Ridiculous. Hall of Fame voter. So... That so to me, that's, that's no, but see, that's the thing about Hall of Fame baseball. They don't reveal who are the people that didn't vote for you. Well, unless they do it themselves. What, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. There's only one player that's been voted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame unanim- uh, unanimously. I believe it was Mariano Rivera. I believe that's the, like Ty yeah. Cobb, Ted Williams, yeah. like all these guys who you would think would were not. So that was just really that just really stood out to me. So Hank Aaron, like he will be missed. Um, thanks to my mother for buying me my book, mm-hmm. uh, The Last Hero. Hey, Ma, I know she to this. You know she is, number one fan, but uh, The Last Hero written Yo, by Howard Bryant. To this? Absolutely. You should watch your mouth. Cause yeah. I didn't say I'm make gonna it. You're wash your mouth yeah. out with soap. Yeah, exactly. Like and you've been doing shots. And it's a school night. It's like, your house, though. It's, it's your house. This is what you're talking about. First of all, <laughs> I'm you not wearing fetus. I'm going to tell your mom that. Yo, I am still hungry, though. Um, but no, this yeah, segment. We never ate, do we? <laughs> we never <laughs> ate. But, we never ate. Oh, man. I wish. I had that pad talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Thai Thursday. But no, uh, just some quick Today's facts. Or <laughs> some quick things oh, okay. that we love about black history. Victor, I know you wanted to get into a pioneering woman, black woman, who always, black women always get overlooked. They're the bedrock of the black community. Who did you want to talk about? As not really your unsung hero, but well, someone who should get more knows, attention. The famous name right now is Kamala Harris. Obviously, what she did was was serious. But there's someone who really put the footwork in for her. There's more than that, but I would put Shirley Chisholm. She, from Tennessee. From Tennessee. Thank you, Curtis. She was the first. She was she first. She was a, a representative for the 12th district in New York as Congress, and then she decides to run for president in 19 fucking 68. So she ended up becoming the first, technically the first person to run for a major, a major, major party for Democrats. She obviously didn't win, but she was seeing, she got, I think on average, like four to five attempts on her life almost in her lifetime. It's like, wild. Like, but the fact that she did it in 1968, she wanted to become president and she had the vision in her mind saying, yo, I'm going to do this. And she had the courage to do it at that time period where we all know where it was. If you were black, you getting fucked up. Well, I think it's I'm not surprised even, Jesse Jackson didn't get shot at. Well, day. I think it's not. I, mean, I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not like Kamala. It's Jesse Jackson. It's Barack Obama. It's anyone that she inspired to run. Shirley mm-hmm. Chisholm is a huge fixture in the black community, and you're absolutely right. She should be up there. She should be more celebrated with like the Betsy Rosses, Eleanor Roosevelt's, like Hillary Clinton. Even. She should be up there in that pantheon of women uh, political figures. One last fact. She also had to sue her way onto debates on TV because they wouldn't allow her to debate with white That's males, ridiculous. obviously. So she had to fight her way just to be even known. And obviously, she lost, but um, it's just I think people like her were big in history. But she did, like, did she lose? Because ultimately, her goal was to have – like no, she lost in terms of votes, but like – her she made influence. an everlasting impact. Yeah, exactly. Like, somebody has to blaze the trail because I'm sure there are people probably even close will to her. Always remember her name. There are probably people exactly. close to her who we, say like, "What are you doing?" We need to be the gatekeepers to make sure, make sure they remember people her name. Remember her a name. lot of people don't even know like, who the hell she is. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Shirley Chisholm. She did this back in the day, and that's why we do believe in Baby Avery. Absolutely. But speaking of Baby Avery, uh, Kevin Atkins, you and uh, your girlfriend, you have a beautiful baby girl. Um, but I know there is a special Supreme Court case that you hold near and dear to your heart. Uh, so if you could just spread a little love about that. Well, yeah, because my baby half white. 
So if it was before 1967 and before loving V Virginia, uh, my baby and the marriage that I have with my girl would not be allowed. Um, I find like that's important, especially in today's climate where most brothers you see got a little flake on the side, you know, you gotta understand something like my grandmother is 70 years old. She was 17 when this got passed. So there was a point in time in her lifetime where a black man or a black woman or a white man or a white woman couldn't be with anybody outside of their race. And for me, legally. I mean, I, legally, 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 legally. And that, for me, <laughs> that's something Jefferson. I feel like <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Tom, <laughs> Tommy was loose on them things. You feel me? <laughs> He was blacked oh, out. Jefferson. Tom, he, he pre, Jefferson. Tom Jefferson did the pre-blackout. Ah! He did the pre-blackout. He was in the pre-blackout. That's, 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 that's not funny, but it's funny. That's not funny, but it's funny. Basically, uh, that that uh, court case uh, said that banning uh, irrational marriages was against the 14th Amendment, which is the Due Process Amendment. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think that's very important. A lot of people don't know that, is that the first – interracial couple who fought against this uh richard loving was a white man and his his wife was black and mm-hmm. they were convicted in like 1956 or 58 i want to say is there a movie on this one there is a movie there's a movie it's a uh, very good movie um if you're in a interracial, interracial relationship you might not want to watch it with your partner Cause um he get, little, he get a little upset You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna lie man I love my girl But if I watch You know Django 12 Years a Slave Whatever I look at her A little crazy afterwards <laughs> It's not her You know It's just her complexion her You know And I gotta You know You gotta separate that sometimes But I think that That's something That's good I think the biggest note About Loving versus Virginia Which is such a huge Court case in my life Because again Product of a Interracial Yeah Product Mulatto Product of an interracial Marriage the room Wouldn't go that far But Quadroon? Ooh. Mm. Okay, so we're just getting all of them out. <laughs> Half read? We wait in line. I'll, I'll, I'll just say Yeah, that. swirl baby? Like, what Mixies. else we got? Hey, I was trying to just I think a big thing about that court case, which is such a huge court case I don't even think people realize exists, is that there are people, as Trevor Noah, like, so astutely puts it, People were born a crime. You have people like Soledad O'Brien who were born before the year of 1967. Yes. Who were born before Illegally, that was basically. passed. Basically illegal yeah, babies at this yeah, point. Exactly. exactly. Good thing ICE wasn't around back then. But uh, Figs. <laughs> uh, Figs, speaking of the U.S. government doing bad things to uh, minorities, I know you had something that you wanted to bring up about uh, Oklahoma and yep. some things that people may not know about our country when it comes to black prosperity in the financial district big time and before i get to that you mentioned born a crime trevor noah that's the name of his book so read it it's book good. special it's movie good. that lupita nuango is going to direct yeah, yeah. great 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 lupita stuff directing it? yeah, yeah. absolutely oh, it's very, oh, very, very very good yeah, yeah. you know it's gonna be good yeah. you know it's gonna be good HBO Max. yeah <laughs> they got the, the spirit of the black panther in it. the uh <laughs> the black wall street massacre is what they called it in june of 1921 i believe it was in tulsa oklahoma the greenwood district i believe i don't know if there's a connection there with yourself there uh victor my or not. name is Greenwood for all y'all don't know. Um, and they called it Black Wall Street because it was like just a burgeoning black uh, district. A lot of businesses, uh, they owned stocks. They had their own stock market. Everything was booming. There was this one case of this one black teenager who they accused of assaulting a white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that set off this entire domino effect of events. Rosewood. Yeah. That essentially resulted in a bunch of citizens, quote-unquote, that it gets labeled as. I don't think it was the citizens. We know exactly who it was. Exactly. Private aircraft came in dropping bombs on the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm sure some rich guy from somewhere just came in and started dropping bombs. Exactly. We don't know the details, but we all know what it is. I'm not sure. Is Rosewood, the movie Rosewood, is it based off that? That I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure, but caused millions of dollars worth of damage, thousands of lives uh, lost, Thousands of, like I said, millions of dollars uh, lost. Um, just another example of, you know, black people trying to prosper, mind their own business, I don't, I try don't, to get ahead no, in this country. I don't even think it's trying. We did. Yeah, we're we doing, did. You like, know what is crazy you look about at the Harlem Renaissance. You look at the Harlem Renaissance, you yeah. look at the Wall Street. Black people in the early 1900s were prospering. But here's the time. thing, though. They, that happened because of segregation. Um, during yeah. segregation, there was a point where black people had to fend for their own. 100%. So there's only going to be 
black dentists. There's only going to be black doctors. There's only going to be uh, black farmers, black merchants, uh, uh, blacksmiths, all that. Like people who had skills, all, all the skilled jobs that you need yeah. to make money in, the, in that time, there was it was black owned. Yeah. And then once desegregation happened, we lost a lot of that. That's absolutely mm-hmm. true. And For lost sure. A lot of that. And by it too. Yeah, well, a lot of people argue, want to say like de- uh, desegregation is probably one of the worst things that happened to us because we were not fully from a business standpoint exactly yeah. we weren't fully caught up to to the white people mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you want to integrate everything and then all of a sudden it's like oh it's it's fair game for everybody when there's people here we had we could have had generations of you know wow. skilled and wealth uh, passed down but that didn't happen i think it's interesting to note you bring that up because like to circle back to the uh prominent figure i brought up which was henry aaron he played in the Negro Leagues, mm-hmm. and desegregation really hurt the Negro Leagues when Jackie Robinson integrated. Of course, we're all happy that it happened, but it's Satchel Paige. She could have been the greatest pitcher of all time. Uh, we're talking about Josh Gibson, one of the best catchers, power hitters of all time. Henry Aaron broke records in Major League Baseball. What what could he have done if he would have stayed in the Negro Leagues? How big could that product have and, been? And not even – there's names and, of players we don't even know. I mean, I, anybody back players, there yeah. Would, yeah, would tell you that Jackie Robinson wasn't even close to the best player in the Negro Leagues. No, he but, said he was, just, like, he was like the 50th yeah. best player but in I think the Negro Leagues. Right but I think yeah. the sad thing about that is only is it – Wait, talk about, talk about, so, so you want to tell me there's a, there's a group of niggas who got their own league and that – 50 best. Well, no, nah, I mean, because, it, the because here's the thing. It's a group of niggas. You can't just have the number one nigga over there like trying to play at the white boys. Boston. You go out there, you go just... What year? 1950. Ooh, no, I'm dead. Well, they also wanted well, to have you, someone who had the right temperament and the right... Right. They I'm couldn't dead. just have also anybody integrate. They he also to went to UCLA. He like, did. He was kind well, of that, spoken, but, all that right. stuff. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he checked off the right... Correct. And that, social, that was, he, the social the social marks, he that checked That was off. important for them. But I that think was. I, yeah. I mean, but that's what you needed, though. 100%. You needed I somebody agree. who was going to be good enough, but also on the field, but off the field. Yeah, because not everybody could be able to handle what he handled. Right, right, right. A certain look to I, his face too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Afro. And I think I think it's a, a good point to bring it up where we talk about like all these. But then that's that bullshit though. Why is why is the, why is my afro looked down upon? Because my hair is natural. You can wear your hair halfway down your neck. Cause that's how it grows. Why can't I hear wear my hair while it grows? Can I wear my hair natural? Can I do that? Or? You should not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, should yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so there goes that. But, I mean, that's George Jefferson right there, right? No, he shaves his his beard. That's GJ, right? I shave. Don't that's don't hate. That's GJ right there. Nah, yeah. That's George. Yeah, I'm imagine yeah, look, you have nothing we, we here. Did this? Yeah. We did this. We did this. Nothing there. Hundred percent. But no, I think I think it's important to note where we're also to the east side. We're also We're also looking at all with all of these, it's kinda of like an aberration where I don't want to say that they're trying to whitewash history, oh, sure. but it's kinda of like that. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Where it's like Hank Aaron, like, okay, like Major League Baseball says we're gonna count uh Negro League stats. Mm-hmm. Okay, well Hank Aaron hit twenty home runs in the Negro Leagues. Do those right. now count? Does he, like, now have more home runs? Shirley Chisholm, we're going to whitewash and be like, oh, we really supported her. Loving versus Virginia. A lot of people don't even think about I, that, I, but how many interracial couples do we notice on television now, which is something I never saw growing up. Same. So yeah. are we trying nah, to whitewash was, history? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It's, it's all over the place now. It's it. It's, 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 it's pretty much the norm now. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, back in the, the 90s, what would your mom say to you? If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home? Oh, oh, damn! That don't that don't play now. Damn, that don't that don't play. Now. Martin, damn! <laughs> but she can't, mom. I'll bring her home. <laughs> then my thing was, I brush my hair. So, what difference does that make? Facts. We do brush full. Well, well Curtis, I, I think a biggest thing about this, uh, Curtis probably put a something through his hair, <laughs> comb, nah, scissors. I put the faith of Jesus in my hair, and it ain't working. Well, he, he, ain't listening. he ain't listening right now. Jesus he, said no. <laughs> Jesus said, "There's nothing that I will tempt you in life with that you Jesus can't said, handle." Jesus said, "Thou shalt cut his hair." Well, he did say that with his own money. Moses came uh, back down from the mountain uh, specifically yeah. to talk. He turned it back on you, like, yeah, like no, God, you know God turned his back on Jesus on the cross. Jesus, well, like, well, no, I can't no, deal with no, this shit. Curtis, yeah. Curtis I'm out of hell because God made us in His image, and He's like, I don't look like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't look like that. He's so not, you, he's not you, as pretty. I, I no, agree. He's not as pretty. Hey, but no. Texas real soon. We're going. Hey, so this. This is our. This has been like the, a full episode of the <laughs> Equal Responsible Opinion Show. Thank you guys for listening. 
Uh, we are gonna do a road a road trip shoe. Don't say anything else yet. Hey, 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 we're we're gonna do some special. Yeah, Orleans. We're gonna do some special stuff coming up, but let's go around the horn real quick. Vegeta. So the hidden leaf village. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but let's, let's go around. Hey, little bald dude. What's his name? Oh, Krilly? No. Yeah. yeah. We the little bald dude? Yeah, Krilly? Yeah, yeah, I like him. Krilly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, first of all, if we're going to shout anyone Piccolo. on here, Piccolo, happy, happy Black, Black History Month, brother. Black History Month to Piccolo. Piccolo, happy Black History Month. on Dragon Ball Z. That's a nigga right there. Uh, let's First go. Of all, he nine foot tall and he green. And Cut got the same turban, the same hat and vest on. No, he's green, but that's a nigga. Confused, is he black or is he green? Oh, he's a nigga. Oh, yeah. He's uh, green and black. He does. <laughs> he, he he's a uh, real one. And he real... take care of somebody else's kid. That's not his. <laughs> oh. oh, damn. <laughs> damn. What? If we go, it's black here somewhere. You got to take the good and the bad. Hey. All right, so let's go around the horn. But before we do, the Lakers end up being the Nuggets. We need to update. Triple one, double. 114.93. LeBron, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He does get that triple double. Kevin Figures, where can people find you on social media? This is your first time if on the you show. Want to be found. Yeah, if you want to be found, you can find me. It doesn't bother. At KFig ones, where you can find me on Twitter. Uh, just at KFigs, where you can find me on Instagram. Okay, Victor, where can people find not only you but the show? All right, most importantly, the podcast is obviously T H E E R O S P O D C A S T, the Eros Podcast at Instagram and Twitter. I'll answer all questions possibly. And you always find me personally at VIC underscore GW four O's and three D's. And we bring those questions personally. Like if you hit us up on the Arrows podcast, make make it a good question though. Let's make it a good question. Yeah, Kevin Acton go ask. Make it a question, man. I was asked tonight about Black Queens. That's why I brought up that question. Shout out to Rocky Rock My World on Instagram. But here, this is a good tease. We'll do. You brought up Shirley Chisholm. There's so many beautiful, educated, smart black women in history. On our next podcast, we will bring up who are our favorite black queens is uh, Wendy Renee Sheehan. But we will bring besides, up, besides, <laughs> besides, okay, our mothers, besides our mothers, besides our mothers, we'll bring up our favorite, our favorite black queens. Um, and we'll go from there. But Kevin, I know you are hard to find on social media. Where can they find you? If they find Joe, they might find me. Yeah, that's true. Never and said. never said. Okay, you can find, find podcast, me. You yeah, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Curtis Sheehan or on Instagram at chillkurt underscore eighty nine. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, download, and share this. This is the equally responsible opinion mask. show. And Victor, tell him again. Wear a fucking mask. Don't be face naked out here. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon.